welcome to definitely maybe a podcast, a podcast where we contribute to your uncertainty and also where we love you. At least one day of the week. (laughs) I'm Cam. I'm Dan. And I'm Jordan. And we're back with a three-man episode. You know, I don't think you actually need to announce. Well, the last... Don't listen to it. You know, but the last, like, at least the last three had guests, That's fair. That's fair. We're going to get to the point where you guys know this stuff already, right? It's in the title. We've been doing a thing with the title. True. Episodes with guests have the people we know title there, and the ones that don't, just don't. (laughs) If you don't, just don't. I saw a meme. It made me laugh. It was a, it was a knight, with like a big mace, and it just had words over it, and it said, "If you have to pee, then pee, but if you don't, then don't." And that that made me laugh. Memes aren't for everybody. <laughs> I'd have to see that meme to understand it and why that was funny. Anyway, anyways, back on the on topic, baby update. Jordan Davis's baby is due. In two days from when we recorded this episode. T-minus two days until baby launch. Baby Jordan. Baby nope. Nava. Yeah, it is not a boy. Um, What's well, Jordan's baby? It's my be. baby, though. And my wife is having that baby <laughs> because she is the woman in the relationship. <laughs> and men don't have babies. Anyway, yes. Uh, my baby will be born on the 13th. The only reason we know the exact date is because of why that will be. I don't know if she would want me to mention the exact procedure. that. Let's just say there will be a procedure being done that is scheduled. And that's why we know that the baby will be born on that day. The Um, day before Valentine's Day. Correct. So you'll have to throw Valentine's-themed parties every year that you throw a birthday party. No, not really. We can just separate them. Just You're going to separate day. them by, like, what, 12 hours? Yeah, the 13th will be Nava's birthday, and then the 14th will be Valentine's Day. Do you think she'll she'll always have that sort of, like, she'll go to the store around her birthday time, and she'll just see, like, hearts and shit all over the place and be like, oh, man, it's people just forget about my birthday because they had loved ones or don't? It is unfortunate. Um I don't think that'll be the case. Like, if I sh- I have, my birthday's on Groundhog's Day, and I've endured jokes about that forever. Like, there's it, there's always two. There, on Groundhog's Day. Yeah, there's two Groundhog's jokes I get every year for 24 years. The first one, uh, oh, uh, something about like having the same birthday over and over and over again, right? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. You know. We get it. I actually never saw that film. Me neither. But it's, there was a Super Bowl commercial. Uh, anyway. I didn't anyway. watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, but anyways, and the second one is like the more the people that the people that say this one always think that they're very creative and they make a face that tells me that they think that they're very creative after they say it every time. Uh they say, uh, well good thing you didn't see your shadow and go back in. And I say, You're talking about my mother's vagina. Oh. Well, Tina, I hope you're not listening to this one. <laughs> but just, you know, yeah. what, like what? What do you? <laughs> am I supposed to? There. Do I laugh at that? Nope. you don't. Like and what you do just I? Stare at I just look at them, and they give me this look like you've never heard that one before, and I'm like, I have. 
That's when you grab them by the throat and say, do I look like a fucking groundhog to you, buddy? That's, you got to say that. Right. Hey, uh, we're from the state of uh, Pennsylvania, and it's so funny. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to Valentine's Day and the, uh, the love-themed episode, which, hey, we're doing that. Uh, but let me just talk about groundhogs. Here in Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania Lottery, I don't know if you two knew this, they have a mascot. Gus. Um, and it is Gus, the second most famous groundhog. <laughs> In Pennsylvania, and that's hilarious to me. Um, I just, you know, that's I don't know why. I'm I'm probably the I target think, of that. Well, no, I think that they should, like Punxsutawney Phil has a location what, tied to him. What a weird way to enunciate, Punxsutawney Phil, <laughs> rather than Punxsutawney Phil. Like I don't, the inflection. Yes, well, Punxsutawney Phil there has is. he has the Punxsutawney is attached to him. It's a town, right? But where's Gus's lineage? Like, what is his clan tag? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where does he? Where does he come from? Gus, the second most famous groundhog. Like, he could just be from where we're from, from Harrisburg. Guantanamo Gus. What the? Fuck? He could be from Lancaster. Like, I'm trying to think of the alliteration that would go with it. Yeah, it's interesting. He is the second most famous, and it's like, so that implies, is there like a third most famous? And there's a list that goes at least to ten of groundhogs that we just know less and less about in Pennsylvania. And it's like the third most is like Gus's mom or something. Well, I think the third most, uh, you could probably ask people about like, and then they'd be like, well, well, it's that damn groundhog that keeps chewing up my rutabagas. But old, right. old Henry. Do you think that every state has a most famous whatever animal that they have in their state? Like Arizona's like, yeah, we have the most famous roadrunner. Rattlesnake. It's like Wiley Coyote and then the next famous. Wiley Coyote is not a roadrunner. You're right. He's a coyote. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But he's in the show with the roadrunner, yes, right? Yes, he whatever. is the Fuck it. arch nemesis of the roadrunner. What would... All right, last question before we go back. What would Gus, the second most famous groundhog in Pennsylvania's arch nemesis be? It's got to be like Frank the Falcon or something. Or like Sean the Shovel. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why does the shovel have a name? Or like Pete the Pesticide. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh man. Uh, Ricky the Rifle. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so... Um, <laughs> Is that all you got for the baby update, or is there um, anything else? Just, uh, yeah, baby's coming, and I'm I'm ready, kind you, of. I'm as ready as excited. a person can be. <laughs> yeah, I'm ve- look, I'm incredibly excited to be a father of a little girl. We um, don't have him at gunpoint to say that, I promise. He's actually crying. <laughs> Yeah, tears are flowing. You can't see it because, you know, the sound. But if you could see it, tears are flowing from my face. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to be a, a dad. I mean, I, I am already. You're already a dad. But to be, like, a, a dad to a new person. Yeah, because you could always communicate with your children. That's, I think, the important disconnect is, like, you've had children that you've always been able to just be like, hey, how are you feeling? And they could just answer you. But yeah. this one, you're going to be like, hey, how are you feeling? And it's going to shit on you. I'm a cat dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're you're gonna get shit on by your baby. Well, I mean Likely. that's fine. That's okay. The truth is, humans have been having babies since the beginning of time. 
Dude, could you imagine that? Just like a medieval knight changing a diaper and just getting shit on. I I do think that at that time that, um, just people people just shit on themselves and they weren't babies. <laughs> That's probably true, honestly. Mm. I heard they used to use tree bark to wipe themselves. Oh my god. Oh. Now you can look that up on your own time, listeners. But so if the Charmin bears. <laughs> Or cause they they are what they are because of what they wipe with. <laughs> what would the equivalent be? Ba- ba- like it would the, just be a the, rabid grizzly. It'd be like the Forbidden Forest. That'd be the mascot. Yes, it'd be a centaur. It'd, <laughs> it'd just be an angry tree. <laughs> well, yeah, because you are peeling him and wiping your ass <laughs> with his flesh. Okay. I feel like the Charmin bears are like the second most famous bear <laughs> in the country of the United States. The first most, I'm going to say is, um, is it Smokey? Yeah, Smarty? I would say Smokey the bear. Yogi's got to be up there. Uh, oh, maybe if it was Yogi. 1940. When's the last time you saw Smokey the bear? I like on TV, like In 1999? No, Smokey the bear is relevant. With Australia? That happened recently. There's no way Australians are using <laughs> Smokey the Bear. Is there an Australian Smokey? Is he Smokey? <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah, they had a fire recently, so they could have used Smokey the Bear. <laughs> he's not putting them out. Like, oh, yeah. He's preventing them. <laughs> not only like he shows up with a hose. <laughs> That's his whole thing. Smokey the Bear is not only the first most famous bear in America. He would fucking, he would kick your ass. True. What about Goldilocks and the three? Yeah. There's a lot of famous... Also, uh, the Big Blue House bear from Disney. The Big Blue That's House. like sixth. Yeah, he's no, like... No, he's maybe 16th. He's um, down there. Uh, you can think of 15 more famous bears. <laughs> oh, oh Win- Winnie the Pooh <laughs> is like probably Winnie number one. Winnie the Pooh is probably number one. I love Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the yeah, Pooh is okay. probably number one. Winnie the Pooh, Smokey the Bear, and then the bears from could Charmin you call, Ultra. Could you call Snorlax kind of a bear? Um, no, I I think that the fact that you can't call him a bear is what his franchise is based on. It's not they're not animals, they're Pokemon. I'm just well Teddy Urs is clearly a bear. Based off of a bear. Yes. Whatever. Also, what about the Hershey Bears? I know that's not a specific <laughs> bear. Also there's the bear the football team. The I Chicago Bears. Chicago see, but that's not a that's not a human unless there's a bear named Chicago. <laughs> There Which probably is, is. Their mascot is probably the Chicago a bear. Zoo. True. The Cubs. The Cubs. Also a bear. Yeah, but those are small bears. That's what about a what about list. the Klondike bar bear? <laughs> or the Coca Cola bears? Polar bears. The Coca Cola polar bears are probably top five. There's a lot of famous bears. There are. Now that it. you really we you said can we name fifteen? We probably named fifteen now that we've been talking about it. Wow. But so Smokey has been. Uh, Demoted and replaced with Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, and then Smokey. And then I'd say the Coke Bears, honestly. I, I hate those commercials. I don't understand them, but they people love them. There was a bear in um, Tekken. Kuma. The bear. Uh, have you ever played Tekken, Dan? No. Oh, all right. Well, it's a, fighting, a 3D fighter. It uh, came out for the PlayStation 1. Uh, at various arcades, and you could just play as a bear. These are these are trained martial artists, uh, and then it's like 
in a big tournament. Could you imagine, like, Jordan, what if you were in a drum tournament and then they're like, your next drumming opponent is going to be a... Smokey the Bear. <laughs> a bear. Uh, how would you feel about yourself if you lost a drum tournament to Smokey the Bear? Well, if he's in the tournament, he's already really good at the drums. Yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely <laughs> really good at yeah, the Yeah, especially to make it as a bear. Um, anyway, uh, apart from, because this is not the bear episode, that's a separate episode. Um, <laughs> this is the love episode. This is the love episode. Love. Recorded you know bears on the, love honey. Recorded on right. the, and you know what, what day Dan is it? loves the 11th. honeys. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> what okay. just happened to me? Nothing. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentine's Day is coming up. Let's, let's just... Let's stay there real quick. So, Jordan, your Valentine's plans are basically a hospital. Are you going to try to make the hospital romantic? Um, actually, yeah. Whitney does want me to bring like flowers or something. That's you can't be told to be romantic. I know, but she just told me. I don't still know what I'm going to do. You should plan something on top of that. I don't know. Like, how do you guys feel about like I've gotten her flowers before, but I've just hated getting flowers. Because it's just so, like, very cliche. And it's very awkward. And it's expensive. And I, I don't know if the expense doesn't matter to me as much, but the... I mean, like, I, at that point, you, you're going to get them. So you're going to have to deal with it. So, like, you can't go in there being like, I hope these are cheap. You, well, no, to, it's you not, just know you're going to get flowers. I guess it just bothers me, like, that you are, you're spending money. And I get it's a, a nice gesture, but then the flowers will die. Everything dies. Yeah, but yeah. not if, like, why can't I... Buy you something you'll use a for drink. a long time. Hashtag T-Pain. No. Something like, here, for Valentine's Day, I got you these drumsticks, Dan. Like, that would mean a lot more if I was like, here, you, I got you tulips. Yeah, but you wouldn't get me flowers. You don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that, I guess. Should I? I'll get you flowers if you want. No, I don't want flowers. And here's also the thing. When you, it's like, okay, do you have a vase? Okay, now we have to fill that vase up with water. Okay, now where are you going to put the flowers? And now I have to eat cereal with the smell of dying flowers on the table <laughs> because you thought flowers were cool, and they're cool for, like, a good five, six minutes. Like, a I lot of it, the flower presentation is presenting the flowers, them being happy, and then it's like, cool, you got me flowers, that's so nice. And then I have to deal with the 90% of the flowers being at the house. I don't know. It's just. I feel like it's it's, weird. it's not about the flowers. It's just about receiving the, the flowers. I would much rather give chocolates. Than I, I I I agree. Know. I don't know. And I do give chocolates. I go to Gertrude Hawk. They have plenty of awesome chocolate. Gertrude Hawk plug. Um, Flex. They're in the Harrisburg Mall. I think they may be in. Actually, they're, they're definitely in the Colonial Park. They're Mall. in the Cap City too. I think. Um, awesome chocolate. Beautiful people. If you're in the Harrisburg area, go to a mall. They have chocolate. Yeah, get your girl something. That's the that's the that's the point of the matter. Or if you, yes. if you or have your, a, get your significant get other your significant something. other something. I'm speaking from a you know my relevant yeah. chocolate or flowers. What are you referring to? Anything? Get them anything. anything. Just make a gesture. I get think, your loved one something yeah. to make them feel loved. I think everybody deserves to be loved. Period. And I think they deserve you know a little token of that love. People just like to feel appreciated at the end of the day. Is there more pressure on us as men, talking to the men out there tonight, <laughs> or whenever you're listening to this, to get them flowers? Do women feel pressured to get us anything on no. Valentine's Day? I don't. Um, and I, is that okay? You know, I think it's okay. As I can know that I can speak for every woman on the planet, <laughs> um, and for all their experiences, 
uh, their day. I'm just kidding. But I don't know. I, I feel like they're not. I think society makes it like a kind of like a, a chivalrous thing to do, if you will. But I want I want chocolates. You want spoiled. I want oh I want coddled. Wow. <laughs> maybe not coddled. No, maybe not. I just want um, I just want chocolate. You want draped in a blanket and cuddled on the couch. Uh, well, I do that to myself, with my cats. Are you the big that or the little spoon? Weird. Um, <laughs> or are you you have two cats? Are you an Oreo? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, here's it's so funny. Um. My, my cat, Clank, he does this thing now, and this is relevant because it's how we show each other love. Um, this is going to get weird. No, when I, I know when, it. When I go to bed, I will lay down, I lay on my side, and then he comes up and gets in my face and then paws at the blanket until I lift the blanket up so he can just get in there. And sucks your dick. What the fuck? Oh, my. No. Hey, that does not go on. <laughs> I think that's illegal in you? the state of Pennsylvania. Are you okay? <laughs> um... If they can prove that you Jeez, did that. Jeez, Dan. If they could see the visual that you gave to us, I they would have thought the same thing. <laughs> what visual? I'm Dude, just you, sitting here. <laughs> you, you lifted the blanket in a... If I lift, that's what the blanket is lifted up, and then he curls up down there, and he purrs to himself. That's it. That What's didn't help you? you at all. <laughs> it's just... I open the blanket, and he goes down there, and he purrs and curls up on oh me. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Dan, like, I need you to stay away from Gus, <laughs> the second most famous groundhog in Pennsylvania. Stay away, oh, man. you pervert. Look, at the end of the day, oh, boy, stay away from Cam's cats that, and get your, get your significant other something for Valentine's Day. Dan is very wrong in this situation. <laughs> I was, uh, whatever. You're on timeout. <laughs> so talk with flowers. Chocolate flowers. Oh, oh, sorry. Chocolate. You may have just done something here. Flowers. Um, That definitely. If there's flowers that aren't chocolate, um, look into that, listeners. Um, That sounds like that would be good. Um, Have you ever received anything for Valentine's Day? I'm telling you, I. Okay, I remember actually. (laughs) Me and my wife, our first um, Braxton. Wait, sorry, my. Sorry. What just happened? I don't to know. Jordan I was, just I was thinking of... shut down. <laughs> I was going to say birthday. <laughs> Who's Braxton? And then I said Braxton. And it's like, so it's weird. Braxton Hicks is like false contractions. So I don't know. But I wasn't even thinking of that. I was thinking of like for my first birthday, but that wasn't even it. Me and Whitney's first Valentine's Day, um, she wrote like my name in these rose petals and. She had like this melted chocolate stuff that we could put these strawberries in. It was really nice. So I guess she did a lot for me that Valentine's Day. Um, Weren't you just the one complaining about men having to do too much yeah, societal wise? I look, I fully forgot that happened. <laughs> um, and there's a reason I did marry Whitney. She's always been very sweet, um, very nice, very loving. She showed me love that I had never been shown before. And I don't want to get into me and, and my wife, but. Just what a what a wonderful woman. Uh, I love my wife. I anyway. like your wife as well, but I'd like to counter with the fact that I've shown you great love. True, but, but like, I'm it's not a marrying kind you. Of love. Very sexual love. If you, well, I, I assume I don't. It's know. not well. Look, it's not just. I don't really want to get into this on the podcast, but um, it's two different types of love. Like you can love your your friends, your bros. But but you're not in love with your bro. Yeah, you need a woman touch 
to me. I'm not. No. Like, a woman will love you different than I'm going to love you, damn. I don't know if that's true. I mean, true. that sounds a little weird. Like, then I love you as a friend, you know, because I can love you. You know, we can, you know, we can embrace, hug. <laughs> um, but, like, women women and men are just, you know, they're different. And there's a, a woman can just have a different sort of energy than me. And I don't want to get into energies and all that stuff. But just having a, a woman, like, console you or just, like, touch the nape or, of Or just somebody neck. that, you know... Yeah, or that you love. Um, I don't want to. There are gay people who. There are ho- as well. There are. Uh, yeah, look. I don't, don't want to. I don't need to get into it, but. I feel like that. That was it. I can. I want <laughs> as far I can into only it as speak, we can get. <laughs> I can only speak as a straight male, and I'm just saying, it because I'm straight and I don't like damn. Well, there it is. I mean, <laughs> I don't love Dan. The episode well, okay. of love. I do love Dan, but I don't, I don't, I don't love him in a more than <laughs> sexual way. Wait, no, wait, no. I, in a sexual way. No, period. No, no more than a sexual <laughs> way. No just more. a piece of meat to Jordan. No, on no, no, look. The point is that there's different types of love. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's it. I'm done. So let's uh, let's transition here. Uh, Dan, what are your Valentine's Day plans? Um, that's Friday. It is this Friday. I will be alone. Does that make you sad B- by choice? Um, no. Wow. But we we I mean, well, push. kind of. I guess by choice. We all make choices to lead up where we are. So you know what I mean. <laughs> Okay. Like, I guess that's <laughs> technically like, true. Even if I did, like you know, I could have done something years ago or a week ago. It doesn't matter. I made a decision to end up where I am. I could have made a different decision. I'd be somewhere else. So, I and that is how life goes. Yeah, yeah. but this coming Friday, I will be alone. Well, yeah, and that'll be fine. I'll sit there and um, play Call of Duty. I, no, I might cry. <laughs> And play Call of Duty. Are you gonna get your? Are you gonna get yourself something? Maybe that's probably what you Chick Fil A. You could go to uh, you could go to CVS, get a box of Russell Strover's chocolates. I haven't had those. And eat them off your chest. Honestly, if I was gonna buy myself candy, I'd buy myself a fast break, a Reese's what? fast break. I, I think those are really good candies. This is a tip, ladies. Get Dan <laughs> a fast break. There. Uh, it's it's so great you said that. Um, we will be auctioning off a date with Dan. No, we will not. <laughs> um, the handsome one, uh, as we like to call him. Well, you're both handsome, just handsome in different ways. <laughs> what are the different ways? No, no, no. no. <laughs> We're going to be auctioning off a date with Dan. Uh, like and and subscribe to be entered in the competition. <laughs> I don't. Jeez, I'm, we're uh, literally selling. This can't be. This legal. is prostitution. I don't want. Yeah, is this legal? Listen, there will be no dates with me. <laughs> um, Listeners, uh, old friends from high school, if you've ever wanted to go on a date with Dan, now's your chance. Five ninety nine. Five. <laughs> a uh, minute. Yes. Or ten minutes. Sorry, that's a no, minute no, no, is it's, too little. It's the winner. We'll we'll auction it off. It'll be a big contest, and you get to spend your Valentine's Day with Dan. I promise. I was promised. <laughs> That this was not going to happen to me. <laughs> I was bamboozled. I was befuddled. Hoodwinked. I was hoodwinked. I was twinkied. Twinkied? That is not one of those other words. Okay, I'm sorry. 
we were um we were lying. We're not gonna if you wanna date Dan, you gotta do it the old fashioned way. You gotta actually get to like know him and everything. Yeah, you gotta connect. That's with probably him. why no one wants to date me. <laughs> That's not true. Oh, we no. laugh at our pain. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Or we will cry. Um, who remembers in elementary school for Valentine's Day you had to give people Valentine's for like the whole class? Yes, that was yeah. kind of an interesting. Thing did you ever happened. skip a bag? Be honest. No, I did not. No. Wow, I was a nice guy. I also didn't skip bags, but um, I knew a guy in elementary school in the second grade. His name was Alejandro. Do you remember Alejandro? I remember him. I once. Talked to him, and he said that he bought two different Valentines, put one in every bag, and then bought only a certain number of separate Valentines and put those in specific bags for specific people. Specific, uh, specific people. <laughs> I would uh, I would put extra Valentines oh. in the bags of the people who I'm I liked. Wow, weren't you mandated by the teachers to get Valentines though? Which kind of cheapened the whole thing. No, but if well, you specifically yeah. did it, then of course that's a choice. Did you, you buy the Valentines or were you like a make yourself kind of guy? Oh no, it was like store bought. These are Ninja Turtle Valentines. Do you remember they had the basketball uh fo- they were like foil ones? Mm. No, I don't. Oh, I've man, got no. the Ninja Turtle ones. <laughs> My mind is going fully blank on what they I just remember like rectangles and it, it, it would say like from blank to Person. A lot of them had like lollipops to, connected to them. Yeah, yeah or yeah, like yeah. a or like a sticker that yeah. held them down. I'd be surprised if they could do that now. With they like attach with now. attachments though in schools. Like you can't bring anything into schools nowadays. I'd be surprised if they could attach like candies or chocolate or I heard at the one school that my children go to, you can't carry your book bag. Was that is that true when we went to school? Like we, you we, can't carry it around. We actually like you can I keep think it in, in your locker, you have to go to your locker and get your stuff. We definitely couldn't throughout middle school. Really? I think yeah. Cause remember, we had to carry all the books. I don't know. I, you know what? I think <laughs> I can't we definitely could in in high school though. In high school, we did. We were able to have backpacks. But I definitely i, I have a I have a very vivid memory of not being able to do that in middle school. Yeah. I also thought the lockers were green. They wore green. We yeah, we did have green lockers. But we didn't. We weren't green. Our colors weren't green. No, they were just. I don't know. Is that like the standard locker color? Do you think? I don't know. Green for go to class. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, let's 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 talk more about love. Whatever you experience that way, I don't want it. <laughs> Keep that one to you let's, and your wife. Let's talk about love. You know, love is important. So, Cameron, do you have plans for Valentine's Day? Since you tried to auction me off to the, <laughs> to the highest bidder, to the highest subscriber count. Yes, I do have plans for Valentine's Day. What are your Valentine's mm. Day plans? This is classified information that I cannot share You're with Like Austin wor- Powers. Yeah, wait, I'm not going to do an Austin Powers I hope Powers you don't. Impression. I saw his head. My mojo, his head baby. Yeah. All the way 90 degrees left and went like this. Very nice. Doctor, yeah. e- Doctor Evil, I used to think you were crazy, but now I can see you nuts. <laughs> oh, thank you. You remember that one? I love that movie. Um, that's what I want to be. No, that's, <laughs> that's just, no. I'm just that's kidding. I'm just kidding. I want to. Don't listen to me. Um, yeah, no. I have uh, I have some dinner plans for Valentine's Day. Ooh. I might do a little cooking. Oh. 
Um, but I'm not sure what I wanted to cook yet. I'm thinking eggplant parmesan. Yeah, see, I wouldn't mm. cook. You, uh, Dan, you can't cook. I, can, I know that for a fact. Josh taught me how to make a chicken dish. A well, chicken is dish. That, is that just grilled chicken? It is, uh, I don't know. It's chicken that you cut and then uh, you prepare on the stove. Uh, you put sauces on it and uh, it marinates. And then you eat that. This is why you're going to be a <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I can't cook at all. Um, my wife is a good cook. And sometimes she's disappointed that I can't cook. But then I'm like, well, Whitney, it's not like I could cook before. I, I don't know. Anyway. Um, why don't you learn? Do you well, want, I want to learn, but I just haven't gotten there. I'm... Very much a person who is like, I have to want to do a thing to want to do it. I know that's like <laughs> doesn't make any sense, but like I have to have some sort of drive to actually want to cook, and I don't want to just like kind of do it. Where would it. you start? No, like what would you? What would your first meal be? Something easy. I put chicken tenders in the oven with fries in Carlisle when we lived in there, so that was big for me. What that's about like step. pasta? I made pasta this evening. Very easy. See, I don't. I can't I don't even spell pasta. pasta like that. <laughs> what? I don't fuck with pasta like that because people. I like the pasta that people do where they make the sauce separate and then they make the noodles and then they say just get what you want and apply it yourself. Oh. I think there that My some wife does that. She does sometimes. That? That's yeah, awesome. she, that's great. She did that eight, 90% of the time. That's the way that people should make their if they're if they're hosting. I think that's how you should do it. That's my spaghetti hot take because you're gonna have people that prefer more sauce to noodle, less sauce to noodle. Sure. And some people just lather that shit. Uh, ladies, they ladies and gentlemen, they're noodles and sauce. Listeners, if you want to know one thing about Dan, he is all about the ratios. I'm a man of ratios. He's a man of ratios. He uh, claims that he has the perfect ratio of peanut butter to jelly for a Which peanut is butter a and fact. jelly sandwich. Which is a fact. Anybody that's enjoyed a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for me will tell you the same thing. There's no seepage. It hits every nook and cranny and even distribution around. You will never have a bite that you eat that will either be too much peanut butter or peanut or too much jelly. You want to talk about ratios? How about cereal to milk? I thought this was I thought this was something that was understood, but there are members of my family. I don't mean to attack them. Jason. No, of my new family. Oh. Where it's Sorry, like, Jason. Um, <laughs> Just assume that you did the wrong thing. There's like some weird it's like barely any milk and like a ton of cereal. <laughs> um, or like the opposite, where it's like a bunch of milk and barely any cereal. This is not how it should be. <laughs> you should, when you, first of all, when you're done eating cereal, there shouldn't be anything left in the bowl. Am I, do you guys agree with this? I, if I still have milk left, I will then pour more cereal. I, yes. will, I agree with that. And if there's too little milk left, either you pour more milk or you just drink the milk out of the bowl. I will say that I do not drink the milk out of the bowl. Well, how much milk is left when you're done? Not a lot. I will I will straight up enjoy bowls of cereal down to the last drop. I think that's how it should be. And it's like just, I'm not finished when I'm full. I'm finished when there's no milk left and I'm okay with it. I'm finished when I'm full. <laughs> um, but it, regardless, there's definitely a, a sweet spot where is enough cereal with the milk. Well, it let me be so lopsided with 
either. Let me ask you this. When you, you get your initial bowl and then you eat the cereal, there is milk left over. This you, is correct. Do you pour... You, so you, you, then you were like, I need another bowl. You pour more cereal in. Do you pour just enough cereal to match the milk left or do you fill the bowl back up and put more milk in? Because I'm a person that I will eat the bowl of cereal and still have the milk remaining. I'll assess the milk level and pour the cereal on top to then use that milk for the cereal bowl until there's nothing left. And then I'll either start the process all over again or I'll be done. Yeah, that's what I do. When I get to a small amount of milk, this is what I'll do, and some people I know won't agree with this. I add more milk, and then I'll add cereal. I do not agree with that. Here's the thing, though. When you do that, the cereal actually sits nicely on the surface of the cereal. And it's crunchy. The, yeah, it's, and it's it more does not crunchy. sog. Instead of me having to pour the milk and it running over the new cereal. Are we talking – okay, here's an important distinction about this that I think everyone's missing. Are we talking a, like a flake, a brand flake, or are we talking sort of like a puff this in is consistency? With regards to my process? Because if, yeah, because if we're talking a flake, you definitely have to pour over top. You think so? Yes. If we're talking a puff, at that point, I think you can let it float on top. If we want to remain, or sorry, that's not the sentence. I'm sorry, guys. It's late. Look, this is a late night pod. It's only like 10 something. If you want to. Um, maintain the integrity of the crunchiness of the cereal. I think for all cereals, you will pour that milk first. <laughs> and the the truth that I'm hiding from myself because I don't want it to be true, but I know it is, <laughs> is that honestly, you should probably. Sp- I always put my cereal and then pour the milk. Oh no! But if I'm going to be honest, oh no! This is something that I. I I don't want to face myself when it comes to this. Speak to the people. Honestly, it's probably more optimal for you to pour the milk first initially. And, and there then it is. the cereal. And there it is. You milk could, first. You could hold me at gunpoint <laughs> and I would pour the cereal first. I know. Isn't that, that's how we've been conditioned, but it's like. I, I honestly, I think yeah. it's more of the transfer. I don't trust myself to transfer a bowl of milk. To the cereal. Well, here's what? No, look. I don't often. They're all on the same table. No, I don't often pour where I sit. Ah. I, oh man, I have trust issues. Um, I will never eat cereal anywhere other than a table. Right. Like people who eat their cereal on their couch, like, you really trust yourself not to spill that all over your couch or yourself? It's less of a trust and more of a I don't give a shit. I eat cereal. Like a fucking goblin. I am hunched over, like bowl in one hand, spoon in the other, and I am shoveling it in my face. You're like an anime character eating noodles. Yeah, yes. Imagine that. I'm I'm like it's like I've never I'll never eat again. Wow. That's what it's like. You have to really go all in for it when you're eating cereal. Um and I'm sorry that we've went back to cereal again. It's just cereal is the perfect metaphor. For love. For for love. Because, first of all, I love cereal. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I relate a lot of things in my life to things that I'm passionate about. Like the drums, music, cereal, my wife. Fast food. Fast food. And that's a Your shame. Wife. All that is on the same level. <laughs> well, this is a good transition. Um, couple couple things I want to talk to. I'll, I'll play the... Uh, 
I'll play the guy who keeps us on track here. One second, um, ASMR. I am A and W root beer. Are you? No, you've done that one. That's play. No, the I did clicking. You did the clicking did, already. Okay, how about this one? Ready? Ready for this one? This one's gonna be good. Ready? Wow. Well, I thought we would uh, ASMR something more love related. Oh, but um, I love soda. <laughs> we know. <laughs> anyway, um, I think you know we're talking about love. We're talking about ratios. Um, Dan, why don't you give us a little insight about ratios? What's what's going on here? What is uh, what are what are some important ratios that people might overlook in their everyday life? The most important thing that I can think of, ratio wise, very important to me. It always has been. It's overlooked everywhere. Is Sauce to cheese on your pizza. Okay. I kid you not, there is... It is so hard to find a good sauce to cheese ratio. Because if you're ordering it commercially, like a Domino's, a Papa John's, they should have a thing that they have to... Say Pizza Hut. No. Yeah, no, say it. Acknowledge Pizza Hut, please. Pizza Hut. Thank you. I I love Pizza Hut. Me too. Listen, Pizza Hut... I will say has the worst sauce to cheese. All right, okay. We're, you know what? And then <laughs> we're I'm past ordering, it already. And then, I'm ordering and then it, Nero, I'm not even thinking of it. Nero, we're past it. Let's do some, um, because you told a, an unsavory opinion, I would say. Uh, let's, uh, let's get some rapid fire ratios. Go, Dan. Let's hear some. Peanut butter to jelly. Yep. Ketchup to your french fry. Uh, okay. Condiment to your sandwich if you're eating the sandwich with the sauce on it and not dipping it. Okay. Who? Okay. Yeah, Jesus. sure. Okay. If you're putting like ketchup on or mayo on like a. I've never seen anybody dip a sandwich dip in mayo, here. but I oh, respect people, it. People dip it. I'm telling you. Um, man, cheese to cheese to sauce. Yep. On a pizza is a big one. What about non-food related ratios? <laughs> They're not as important. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Are you sure? Well, I guess the quota is an important one. <laughs> what do you mean? Like for jobs. About, like, the tightness of your jeans in relation to the heaviness of yourself. Your <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Of, your, of yourself. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, no, I get it. Like, and I, look, I respect all your, types of your body jeans types. jeans can only be so tight compared to the heaviness of your dick. No, that is he not my ratio. <laughs> of yourself. I did not... I did not say that. Of what, about like, what about like sl- sleeve to torso on a t-shirt? You can't have uh, a t-shirt that's sleeves are really long. But you can have, is it okay for them to be too short? Yeah, that's then that it would be a sleeveless shirt. A tank top. A tank top's just a t-shirt with too small of sleeves. Yeah, what is the ideal ratio of tank to top? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. to define those terms. Why is it called tank? What's the tank portion of a tank top? I, I get top. Yeah. I think we're off topic. Um, <laughs> well, here's, the episode of love. <laughs> yeah, the love. Dan, here's my opinion. Or Dan and Jordan, I'm going to ask both of you. Uh, I, I'm so – Dan is just a love expert, and I am really, you know, gravitate towards asking him questions I'm lo- about I'm love. I'm the love expert that will be alone on Valentine's <laughs> Day. Um, what do you guys think the most romantic meal Yes, because you said spaghetti, and then it popped into my head that movie about those two dogs eating spaghetti. Lady and the Tramp. 
Uh, I don't think it's that one, but it is 101 it's, Dalmatians. Almost certain it is. Uh, yes. it, I think it is Lady and the Tramp. No, Cars, it's, two dogs. No, no, the two dogs. dogs Shrek three. It's Lady I think it's, and the uh, Tramp. It's Cats versus Old dogs. Yeller, right? No. Have you seen Old Yeller? Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yes, that's certainly it. Um, but yeah, and and you know that's uh, considered like a romantic meal because. What if our lips meet as we eat the same noodle? That's just a disgusting. That's a, that's a terror story to me. Yeah, I don't <laughs> get off of my noodle. First of all, this is implying that. That's <laughs> not the first time Dan has told somebody to get off his noodle. The thing about that scene is that in order for that to even happen, you both have to be eating like animals. <laughs> what because how does like, you get the same noodle in your mouth? That's You're what I'm not saying. Using Why are like, we're eating? We're both eating pasta. Clearly. Why are you eating my pasta? Well, they are animals in the movie. But at what point have you crossed over the plane of the table to my plate? Well, they were sharing a plate. But you're talking, you're talking dates. Have you never seen the Aristocrats? No. The Aristocrats? Actually, maybe I don't know. Um, I have that's not. the movie, right? I truly do not know. Finding Nemo. <laughs> I, I actually never saw all of Finding Nemo. In oh, fact, that's a different. Uh, discussion, but what do you guys think that <laughs> the most romantic meal is? It fish? No, Nemo? it can't be fish. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but I, think, I know it. Can't I think the be most that. romantic meal that you can eat. If you say what I think you're gonna say, I'm not going to. I'm gonna give you a real answer here. Okay, cool. The most romantic dinner or food that you can eat is the one that you're eating with your loved one. It doesn't matter what you're eating. If you're eating it with a loved one on Valentine's Day, it's already the most romantic. Did you guys game. hear my eyes roll? <laughs> Were you able to hear that via microphone? Again, I will be alone. I think it is a five-pound steak. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm, that's just the answer. No, no more. No further questions. Very romantic, very big. I think five pounds is big. I feel like it is. Yeah, because they're normally measured in ounces. 16 ounces to a pound, I'm going to say. That is it. And he's married, so. Yeah, yeah. he knows. Uh, well, the runner-up dish. It's probably something involving shrimp. Um, shrimp is just very fancy. If I go to a very nice, fancy place, I get shrimp or steak. Um, and maybe both. Maybe both together. Um, they do have those combinations available um, at your local Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> you heard it here first. If you want peak romance on Valentine's Day... We'll see you at Outback Steakhouse. And we're right back to Smokey the Bear. Yeah. <laughs> Do not go to Outback, by the way. Texas Real House is barren every single way. Um, so, I'm sorry, Outback, but, I mean, Outback knows. The CEO of Outback, imagine your whole life being devoted to something you know you're not as good at as, like, somebody who's, like, across the street. Outback knows. They know. What you're describing, sorry, is the NBA G League. <laughs> Isn't that sad? A five-pound <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think Ugh. it's hard for food alone to be romantic. I think the presentation is what makes it yeah, romantic. I think, you know what I, I think mean? I think food can be extremely erogenous. 
sexual. If you Androgynous? Oh is that a word? Yeah, it is. You can look that up. If you, you know, like. I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going to trust you for real <clears> now. <throat> well, I was... Yes. That's um, not with an E? I... Look, I just look, said it. Look. I know it's correct. <laughs> but I, and I said it, but I, maybe I uh, honestly don't <laughs> know the, the textbook definition. But I used it. I know I used it correctly. Um, no, yeah, food is, you know... You know, very, what I, you know what I'm curious about? Whipped cream. Uh, on okay. your on your nipples. <laughs> that's where I'm okay. going. What? That's what I'm talking about. I did not know that's hey. what the type of answer you were looking for. What? <laughs> we're adults. Well, your plans are on Friday are your plans, and I want nothing to do <laughs> with not, them any well, longer. I'm not saying that's what my plans are. But here's what I'm but saying. But Dan, do you think that food can be sexual? We are adults. We no, can food, talk about food this kind can of definitely, stuff. Food, anything can be sexual if you make it True. sexual. I think this is a fun, is, fun concept to me. I think that... Um, foods that are in the same category, some are sexual and some are very not. Like whipped cream, little spritz of whipped cream, you lick it off, whatever, sexual. Wow. But chocolate syrup, (laughs) you just dump it on somebody, (laughs) that's very sticky. But they're both toppings for ice cream. I think the same could be said about milk and chocolate milk. So in your mind, chocolate milk is very sexual. Yeah. <laughs> How is chocolate milk sexual? <laughs> I don't. I'm just the minute you, I go into the kitchen and I say, "Hey, I'm gonna make some chocolate milk." Mm. You want some chocolate milk? You're, You're still like, making oh. your chocolate milk? Maybe because it's a pro- <laughs> <laughs> maybe because it's a process. It, oh yeah, it, it like gets love. intimate with the. Yeah, you know, you really watch him stir it. You're like, yeah. My grandma used to make me hot. <laughs> 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 I mean, uh, I was gonna say hot chocolate. Uh, sorry, well, yeah, I used to make the episode of Love. Jordan's grandma <laughs> no. used to make him hot. Well, no, I, I did not finish the sentence. She, uh, she didn't make me hot chocolate. I misspoke. She used to make me chocolate milk, and she would use was it Ovaltine? Is that what it was called with the in the orange with the rabbit? My grandma used to make me five pound steaks. <laughs> She would stir that milk with the... Nesquik. What is... No, Ovaltine is real. But Nesquik with the bunny? (laughs) Ovaltine sounds like the last name of a movie villain. (laughs) Look, Ovaltine is real. I knew I'd see you here. Viewers, listeners, listen up. I mean, look it up. (laughs) When we think about love and we think about 2020, something that is weird is like when, like, maybe our parents met... um, there wasn't, like, texting. <laughs> you know what I mean? There wasn't, oh, yeah. like, all the social media and stuff. And I think a lot of this, these things, it's, like, a different dimension to what we have to, quote, unquote, go through. Or um, part of a process of getting to know people and understand people. And even kind of, like, even you yourself, you know, your, your, your profiles on these um, websites is almost... You can look at it as selling yourself almost for other people to think you're interesting and whatnot. And I, I don't know. It's just weird to think of like the role Facebook Messenger or whatever. See, or maybe I, like Twitter or whatever had played in someone actually meeting their, their soulmate or whatever. I was just thinking about something similar to that the other day because I'm alone. Okay. And I will be. Um, I was thinking... I think that those apps have completely destroyed love. I think the internet itself have completely destroyed the concept of what love is to people. To whereas now, 
like when our parents met, it was like, you're going to be in love. You're going to get married. You're going to have a family. Now all of those things have might in them. You might be in love. You might start a family. You might be happy. You might, you know, be together forever. You might have children. You might, you know, everything is seen as this temporary thing because there's always the next one. There's always the next app. There's always the next swipe. There's always the next person that's just readily at your fingers. Mm. So people are always viewed as just the next step. I think that's an unhealthy thought process. Oh, but I, know, I, I never get, claimed I get what it was. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Um, yes, I do think that that can uh, contribute to some unhealthy societal stuff. But what I am <laughs> truly fascinated by, if you're like dating somebody and you're talking to them, you, you pretty much talk, like we have cell phones. How, how often do you uh, text message Whitney? Um... Or when you when you and Whitney first met and first started talking to each other, you guys probably texted all the time, right? Um. Well, when we were friends, yeah, we texted. Uh, I would say regular, regularly. When we started dating, um, we texted a fair amount, and mm-hmm. it's actually funny because now that we're married, we don't text that much, and it's probably because we see each other in real life. Yeah, yeah. More. Which I think is healthy, though. Yes, but like but our parents met each other. Yeah. And then just went for a week and didn't have any interaction with each other until their next date. But I Isn't think, that crazy? No. I they think, write each other letters? I honestly think that's what, that, that contributes to what I was saying about the temporariness. Because when you feel the void of being without somebody, the void. That, that makes you almost long them. for them in a sense. It makes you more attached to that person mentally. Like, you know. Not not physically, but more like you you become like a portion of your mind becomes dependent on their company, and I think that now that doesn't exist in the slightest because it's like you're pissed if they don't text you back in what you view as a reasonable time. You know what I mean? Well, that's um, or not even pissed, but like you could get you, you could attach your self worth to not talking to somebody for an increment of time. Sure. To whereas, like, you don't ever let yourself feel that void to make the attachment. Which is definitely unhealthy. Yeah, of course. It's, 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 it's not, it's like the, the relationships that get made don't develop as quickly as they uh, unfold. You know, for the feeble-minded. Yeah, so it's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's just natural, <laughs> not natural selection, but, you know, I don't know. I think if you... I think that's a personal issue. If you can't go a few minutes without somebody you liking or yeah, you're interested that's... in texting you, I think that's a problem with you and not so much the technology that we as humans has created. Well, you know, everybody loves attention. Yeah. So, like, I guess it, it you are enabled to give whoever, whomever you want attention at any time of the day through social media through text messaging. Um, and that's not wrong to want attention, but I do get what you're saying, Dan. It can get a little weird. It can get a little weird. It can get a lot weird. I think it's... Um... And it'll it'll definitely get weird um, to whoever wins the Data Dan. <laughs> definitely maybe a, co- uh, a contest. Data Dan. Data Dan. Data Dan. D-A-T-A Dan. No, Date-A Dan. <laughs> 
win a date with Dan. He'll even pay for it. <laughs> of course I will. He has a job. Um, he'll take you to... <laughs> the candy shop. The, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, no. No, he will not. Speaking of sexual innuendo... Um, no, wait. I have a good point on yes. what we were just talking about. Um, I think it's important that... I think... Like I said before, the technology has evolved, and I think it's important that we use that. We can connect with more people than ever before, than our parents may have ever been able to connect with. And, you know, maybe we are able to find someone who's closer matched to us than, say, the only the women available in the, you know, 10-mile radius. Yeah. So I think that is cool. Um, and I think it's... You don't want to minimize, which is weird, because I brought this up. <laughs> But I don't want it to get to a point where I don't think your love means less if you met your person on the Internet. I mean, I used to kind of think that, like if you met on a dating site, because um, some people are like, you know, back in my day, you know, we had to meet people in real life. We had arranged marriages. Yeah. <laughs> I was arranged to marry the Coca-Cola polar bear. There you go. And it's like if I if I met my my wife on the internet and you know our marriage is going well and we love <laughs> each other it's just a different means of how we met than how you met but you know we still care about each other and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like what are the chances you're going to meet, you know, that girl at the diner that she also likes League of Legends. Yeah. But you can just write that down on your dating profile. Well, okay. And find a woman who plays League of Legends. Don't get yeah. me wrong. As I say that, I think that these, you know, all this online this has created a, a void of dependency. I think also it is in as many people as it has downsides for. It also has up tremendous upsides for many people as well. Absolutely. People that may not be as confident to put themselves out there might find other people who aren't as confident to put themselves out there, and that I think is completely a different situation because at that point in time you're you're that's a real that's gonna be a real connection yeah. because the people that like the people that are doing it for that reason are trying to find something but the reason the people that are on there to be on there to find that next thing to fill their time that's where my my thought process applies to yeah you know there's nothing wrong with date we're on we are on dating apps not jordan, jordan not. is not on not jordan app. dan and i we both use them you know i've used them yeah and, and i don't have used them really do care. use them We'll continue to use them. <laughs> yeah. And Maybe. The, and, you know, use technology. Use all of these resources that you can in order to... I don't know what you guys are on there for. Um, that's up to you. You know, some people are on there for more sexual encounters. Or if you are looking for actual love, then, you know, it is what it is. Um, you're going to find what you're finding. You're going to find what you look for, you know? I don't like to leave my house. Uh, so I can't really meet a lot of people if you don't go to like a bar. Yeah, I think that's weird. I don't know how I would approach somebody at a bar. Hello, Just... well, ASMR. <laughs> ASMR. I'm approaching you at a bar, and I'm a sultry. <laughs> I'm a sultry babe. Hey, <laughs> what? What's your name? And then you you would respond then, Dan. My name is is Dan. Ooh, nice name. It's one of the six most. And then we've names had. And then we've had. We've hit it off. Um, how are we looking on time? We're up there. We're up there. 
Well, you all know, right. Here's what it is. End of the love episode. Everyone, what do you love today? One thing. Jordan, what do you love today? My wife. He's going to say my I wife. I am going to say my wife. <laughs> you should say your wife. I mean, I feel like I have to say, I mean, I, I would say it anyway, but, you know, it kind of be mean to say something. But my wife is a given. So I'm going to choose a second thing as well. <laughs> All right. I do love my your wife, children. though. I will always love my wife. I, you know, I married her. And your children. But, and the children. But I also love chocolate muffins today. <laughs> this could be a whole other episode, so I'm not going to get into it. But I will make this statement. Sam's Club has the best chocolate chip, chocolate muffins. Chocolate, chocolate chip. You're not the wrong. technical term. Um, muffins. Pretty much ever. I've been, look, folks. And I'm not going to start a whole thing. I swear, I'm going to be done with the muffins. I've been across the world almost, at least in the Caribbean. I have yet to taste chocolate muffins on this order. I don't think they're, I don't, I can't fathom a better chocolate muffin than the one that Sam's Club produces. It's amazing. Um, so I love chocolate muffins today. Cam? <laughs> Try to follow that. I, I don't even. Um, <laughs> I love today. It's so funny. I actually had a chocolate muffin today. See? But I'm not going to. I can't. Really? <laughs> Little wow. bites. This is what binds us together. The muffins. The mu- um, okay. <laughs> today I love um, – I'm really thinking about this. I love so many things. Pick it's hard to narrow <laughs> it all down. You I'm have to full narrow of it. love. It's, it's not a – Hierarchy. I'm just pick one. I just want to love everything. Name three, then. I don't care. Three everythings. <sighs> I today I love uh, my candles in my home. There you go. It provides me lots of comfort when I light the candle and stare at the fire, nice. and think about the fire that's burning <laughs> in my soul. The lust. No, there's no lust. Oh, for these. <laughs> Just the lust of having a good smelling home, <laughs> maybe. Okay. Um, Dan, what do you love today? Today, as every day, I love the people that I have been lucky enough to culminate as my friends. Culminate. I don't think that. Yeah, was I the, don't know if that. Or, I don't know. You if know that's what? I, don't think I tried to be fucking word. nice. <laughs> I appreciate my friends. They have always had my back. And I hope that they will continue to do so. And here's another thing um, that I do love. I love myself. And I hope that everybody else out there, I, I hope you guys, Dan. No, I love you. And we can talk about that. Though. No, you. I love no, you. I, I know. But, you know, we can talk about, you, you know, you got to learn to love yourself before you can learn That's to love anybody episode. else. That's the anti-love episode. That's, That's like October. <laughs> and look, Ooh. getting with a person will not help you love yourself more. Unless that person's facts. rich. At all. It will ruin your also relationships <laughs> because you can't depend on another person to... I mean, you can. They they can support you, but it's got to come from within. You really have to be comfortable. But on that are. note, facts. Charlie Bucket was not as happy when he was poor. And then Willy Wonka came in and his whole family got to live in a chocolate factory and they got money. So in that instance, only... Charlie Puckett's life was made better because Willy Wonka entered it, so his love is dependent on Willy Wonka and Willy Wonka only because without them, all of his grandparents and probably his parents and probably him would die in are a bed you, together. Are you implying a romantic relationship between Willy Wonka and Charlie Bucket 
We're not even going to no, go down that path. I'm not saying romantic. I'm saying <laughs> not even. I'm saying here's my hot take for the episode. Specifically love, specifically love oriented. Charlie Puckett's life would be significantly worse if Willy Wonka had never entered it, and his grandparents and everyone that he loved would die in one bed in one house without a roof with no money. Uh, here's my hot take for the episode. Uh, the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is better than the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I stand by it forever and ever. Um, let's harmonize and exit the episode. Wow. Okay. Before you guys can respond to that. I, okay. I don't know. We'll continue. Okay, that. yeah. Maybe. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll uh, okay. continue the next um, podcast. You I know what would be good for the next one? Is if we just talk about movies and sequels and... I love that idea. All right, whatever. That'll, next, that'll come. Coming to you next episode, next week, movies and sequels. Also, who won the date? Yeah, and maybe my my baby will be on the oh, and, <laughs> and also Jordan's lovely child will be yeah delivered but, by the next time yeah another pod comes out. So we'll get an exclusive interview. Uh, would you would you like to um, harmonize, harmonize on childbirth? Oh, wow. childbirth. love! It's the episode of love. We're not gonna harmonize <laughs> childbirth. All right, all right, love then, love. All right, of, of of course. One, two, three, and then love starting pitch. Love. But we gotta do it different. You do it the same way every time. <laughs> yeah, that's because I want us to actually hit the Love. note. All right, you hit the start. You hit the starting note then. Love. That is a higher scaled note. Ready? Of my One, note. Two, three. Love. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>